This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff, just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Matt Man at 9. Yes, sir, I am Matt Man. I'm 9. And we are the Rise Guys. Because we are. And it's After Hours. With the Rise Guys. That's us. That's us. Um, Welcome to the show. <laughs> Uh, before I forget, please like and subscribe. And Smash it! All those things, man. Like it, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's it's back to the grassroots effort with it. You mm-hmm. know, like the all the advertisements for the Rise Guys Morning Show and all that stuff. I mean, there's no after hours with the Rise Guys P1 Pilsner. No, we don't have any branding for it yet. No. Although many have asked for T-shirts, and I said, "Mom, when we get one, I will, I will get you." I'd be the first one to get one. I'm sure my wife would like to have one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so we appreciate you listening to uh, to uh, the podcast with the the Rise Guys Morning Show. A lot of times, the reason for the podcast here is to either pile on or, or further delve into subjects we've hit on on the Rise Guys Morning Show, or. Uh-huh. Things that maybe would not be pertinent to that audience. Yeah, you're right about that. A lot of times it's a good chance to go in depth on stuff. And sometimes we even get to stuff get to stuff we missed on the regular show, like that email we were talking about. I think that's where we go today. Um and it's a long email. And uh thank you, Harper, for sending the, the email in. Not Jimmy Hopper. No. Well, not Hopper Lee. Yeah, I just, imagine it's a girl. I don't just, know. Just Hopper. Um and why would I imagine that's a girl? Because Harper Lee was a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of a harpist. Oh, okay. And they usually are ladies depicted in, in film and, and literature and stuff. Yeah. It was a lady playing a harp. I wouldn't want that. I'd, I'd want to be a harper mm-hmm. because a uh, harpist sounds too much like. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing. Or a hair pest. Therapist. Oh. Yeah. Um, so the the gist of the email and and we didn't get to it really we kind of pulled it from uh, the the mail sack that we do on Mondays on the other show was why don't we and you know what I'm gonna be very frank and tell you part of the reason I know okay. you know Jimmy yeah. you listening right part of the reason we didn't get to this on the other show is because of Paige absolutely if I had the bell in here I'd ding it but this is a different studio. I love the woman to death, but God bless. Mm. If if you bring up something that she has any history with, she will try to commandeer the conversation. I don't think it's that she tries to. It just winds up happening. 
She's It happens. You know, I don't know if she didn't like her movie or not, but she never would give me a copy of it to watch. And I, I think know. she thought that I would poorly review it. Probably. Well, why? Did you see it? No. Well, I started it. I didn't finish it. No. Um, why Why you and I, Nine, why we have not done any other acting? Yeah, because we haven't since, well, since Nito Mosquito, really. How long is that? Like 10 years? 14. Golly. Well, it'll be 14 and uh, like 1st of September will be 14 years since it was filmed. It was filmed in 09. So yeah, go on 14 years. Of, you can watch it on it. YouTube. Yeah, it's free on YouTube. If you want to see what we look like 14 oh. years ago. Oh, man. Much better. Mm. Much better. I don't know about that. Yeah, I do. Well, I think we look better now. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, much yeah, better yeah, now. Yeah, I yeah. know about Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd, that was... Uh, I mean, you were this. You were Nito Mosquito, like it, nine. You were the 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 star. titular character. Yes, you were the the what? The titular character. Titular. Titular character. Titular. Yeah. What's that mean? Main title character. Oh, bougie motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> I know you were on the poster. Yeah, it was just my big face grinning. What would the if you if someone says, oh, okay, I've never heard of that. What what would Nito Mosquito, the movie starring James Nine McDonald, be about? <laughs> Rubik's Cube and Sausage Biscuits. <laughs> what a selling point. I thought so, right? I think it's wonderful. Can you, will you be honest with me about something? I don't know that I've ever asked you this. And really, like, be honest. You, I, you may hurt feelings, but it's okay. What? Were you looking just for something to do with your time? Or did you read that script and say, guys, I think we have something here? I, thought I don't it, know that a plot really was in the movie. I thought it looked like fun to do and seemed like fun to do, and I wanted to do it. And yeah, I, I didn't have anything going on in life at the time, so why not? It reminded me of uh, Napoleon Dynamite without uh, the funny lines. Yeah, it had some <laughs> funny lines, just not, not enough. It did. It didn't have enough funny. Yeah. Enjoy the experience, did you? How I, long did you actually film? Because I put in two days. I was there for two weeks. Including uh, two weekends where I spent the uh, spent the nights up there because yeah. the the DP that's director of photography. Hang on, oh. uh, his family owned a hotel, and they they got us rooms at the hotel on the mm. weekend. So yeah, I was there for two weeks, including two full weekends. Yeah, and you you walked away. What did you walk away with it? Because I I'll, I'll say this, um, the it was really cool. Like we did. Uh, premieres for it mm-hmm. well uh, you did more than one i did the one the fun story with that you want to tell the limo story no, yeah man you, you take the limo story well they did a, a movie premiere and you know the way hollywood new york movie premieres are red carpet limos flashing lights all that bourgeois and uh we did it with a, a theater here in greenville south carolina and uh funny story about that theater is uh Nine and I were at the same theater. Didn't even know each other when we were much younger. Watching Faces of Death three. You're right. I threw up in the bathroom there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they say, "Hey, we're going to get you guys tuxedos. Bring a. You can bring a plus one. Uh, I did not. Nine brought his mom, and they they well, said she drove herself. Oh, she, oh yes. <laughs> well, they said, "Hey guys, get here a little bit early. Park in this." spot in the parking lot will pick you up in the limousine yeah drive around the building mm-hmm. and then pop up there yeah problem is the parking lot wasn't that big no no so we, we get, are 
We get in front of the limo in front of all these people, drive around the building, which is a pretty decent-sized building, strip yeah. mall, movie theater attached. Mm-hmm. And we drive around the building, and then we get back out a minute and a half later in front of all the people we just got in in front of. Literally, not even a quarter of a mile around the building, and yeah. boom, we're out there. But they all hooped and hollered and stuff, and we raised, uh, I think we did canned goods or something for homeless, hungry people. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe they have a house, but they were hungry. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, you know, that was kind of cool. It was the canned food, fe- canned film festival. Canned food. Oh, man. Yeah, canned film festival. Yeah. You brought canned yeah. goods and got in to see a variety of movies. Yeah. And, and one of the movies we screened was, was my movie, or our movie, Nino Mosquito. Your movie. And then, yeah, I wouldn't take ownership of it if I didn't have to. There was so many nah, problems it. with it, though, which I'm sure any movie there's going to be, obviously. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, anything with that many people working on the same project, you're going to have some issues. Not like personal issues, just technical issues, difficulties, hardships. I, uh, I know that I was probably not a pleasure to work with. I mean, I'm, I myself wasn't plenty of days because it was hot as hell and I was tired as hell every day. I made him come get me. Yeah, you did. Oh, uh, Kelly Crow. Yeah. Up, Kelly, he had to come get you. Twice. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, man... There's like there was no guarantee put on any of this. So I was yeah. like, well, I need transportation there. Like I, I was expecting them just to give me gas money or something. Like, okay, we'll come pick you we'll up. We'll come get you. But the problem was, is that they had. Uh, well, I had asked. I was like, hey, you think you can get my my daughter a part in this movie? Because she was at that point seven. Yeah. And um, I had gotten divorced, and you know, it was every other weekend thing then. And that one Saturday, we go up there and. Their production notes were a mess, and camera guy, blah, 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 didn't show up and all this stuff. And we sat in some dude's apartment all day long, never mm-hmm. filmed anything. Yeah, I remember that. It was a long day, not a good one. A bunch of movie people, and me and Nine and my daughter, and she didn't. I mean, she didn't get to be in the movie mm-hmm. because, you know, they didn't have their stuff together, but it ruined that whole weekend, like our father-daughter weekend. Yeah. I, I, I still... Even though now it's been all these years, it's still like pissed me off. 14 years later, still mad about it. Well, when you think about it, you get mad retroactively about it. I get that. And then my one part, I was Jungle Jim on the strip club. Mm-hmm. Who, whoever marketed that strip club was stupid because they had a Rubik's Cube solving contest in the strip club. At Jungle Gyms, yeah. At Jungle Gyms. Yeah, and that's where the big puzzle box competition at the end of the movie took place. That was another problem. They didn't get the licensing for Rubik's Cube, so they had to call it a puzzle box. They did. They did. They, they also didn't get the licensing, I don't think, for that Backstreet Boys song I danced to in the movie. There is a dancing uh, scene where yep. Nine dances. He does the, uh, what do we end up calling that? The the Nine Shuffle? Something like that. Because uh, it's not a dance. If you fat, it's a shuffle. It was a shuffle. It was spinning the hands, kick the legs, spinning uh-huh. the hands, kick the legs. Man, I can't do that anymore since I hurt my knee a few months ago. Mm. I can't kick that knee like that anymore. It don't move. Well, that's the last dance number you'll do, pal. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Well, that's all we can legally do. Um, And then they, they put me up there hosting the, the – I was I, Jungle Jim hosted the, the – puzzle box contest but also the own the strip club and they didn't give me any lines yeah you didn't really have lines so you got to name some of the characters like big boobs brenda and needle dick daryl yes and big boobs brenda did in fact show them things off in the parking lot and they was big whoppers man uh-huh. whoppers yeah i i me and the the cops in that movie are the only ones that added some uh flavored language shades and davis and the guy who looked like kid rock too oh Little yeah Josh god played my cousin 
He was your cousin in? Yeah, he was You know, originally, I was supposed to be the guy that owned the convenience store, uh-huh. but I didn't want to commit that much time. Yeah, so that wound up being old uh, Brian, who was one of the producers on one the movie. One of the producers yeah. played the title Real role. Real nice guy. The, yeah, the one that took advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Well, not sexually. No. No, no just monetarily. the director. He just wanted the, the puzzle box money. Yeah. Or the free vacation trip or whatever the prize was. I think it might have been a vacation trip and some money. Were you... Uh, it was a hell of a puzzle box contest. I ain't never seen one like that in reality. No, here's some more of the honesty. When you read the script, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, I got, oh, I have afternoons available, and I'd like to do this. It'd be fun. And you saw that there was a love interest, mm-hmm. and that there was a, a, was there a kiss? No, there was no kiss, because it would have kind of gone against Nito and then that girl's character, too. Yeah. I don't remember the, the name of the character. I just remember the name of the, the actress was Kylie. She was nice. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she was nice. She was, yeah, she was, she was yeah. sweet. I'll she pull off sweet. on that question then. No, you can ask. What are you gonna ask? Well, I don't know. I mean, were you like, did like when you're playing the character, you just like, good lord, man, like, get me like a hot girl out here or something. Well, I mean, Nino kind of needed somebody offbeat in a certain way, and she was offbeat in a certain way. <laughs> I don't mean that bad about it. She's just a unique personality. You being too kind. I mean, there was look. There was no attraction either way. You know, we were <laughs> professionals know. acting in a movie for free. Did you? But did you like that? I, I tell you, other than telling fun stories and stuff, I hated it. It was, it was. Maybe that's just not my cup of tea. I I hated the experience of it. I liked a lot of it, but yeah, the days were long, and the drives home were even longer because it was. I mean, damn near two hours back to my house from. From Rock Hill, South Carolina, where we filmed everything. No, so it, you know, I, I, my schedule for those two weeks during the weekends, I'd go up there and stay. I didn't have dogs or anything at that point. It was fine, but then after that, I'd have to come back to the house during the week, um, and then I'd, I'd do the show every day. So I'd be up by four a.m. to go to work, and uh, I would go do the show, and then I'd head up to Rock Hill and do some filming and stuff, and then I'd get back sometime between ten and midnight, depending on how much filming we did that day. And then be at the radio station at like 4 a.m. the next day. Yeah, yeah, and just repeat that every day for two weeks. So that was that was hellish. It was tough. It was rough. It wasn't no fun. I Yeah, I, I, I did not enjoy it at all. By the end of filming, everybody was cool, too, because they knew I was tired, and they knew I was driving up from Greenville and, and working early in the morning. You were also sweating like hell. Like, just because it, it was hot as balls every day. That one wrestling scene where you uh-huh. had to be in the wrestling ring and, and running and exercising. God. Well, well, that gym, I didn't have the ventilation either, but it, on top of that, it was already 90-plus degrees every single day we filmed the first two weeks of September that year. It was hot. Man, it was, it was blazing hot in Rock Hill them two weeks. Yeah, God bless it was. And York. The boxing gym was in York. I would uh I would never I will never I never will seek out an experience like that. Yeah, if again. something came to me that wasn't as demanding, I'm sure that'd be fun. Like hell, six months ago I walked into uh, walked into my buddy's bar while they were shooting a music video for a band called Cutthroat Susie. They're a lot of fun. Big P ones, they love our show. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like, hey, sit down right here, and then you see the pop part of my head pop up in the video in one shot. Uh-oh. And all I had to do was sit there and drink a free beer. Sit there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just sit at the bar and drink free beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just had a music video shoot one time, and I was not featured in the music video. So I that guess one, it wasn't pretty enough. Jackal at the strip club? Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. I remember yeah. Jackal at the old at the trophy club. Drinking water, that video. pretending it was moonshine. Yeah. Which I got. You don't want to get really shit-faced and have to, like, 
pretend to lip sync and yeah yeah but w- when they pass you a bottle of jesse james bourbon on stage at the house of blues at the beach that is in fact bourbon and not sweet tea god dang it you killed that sucker. I, I didn't know it was bourbon i, I said one swallow of it you chugged the whole thing yeah yeah and i'm the one who didn't get picked up walking by the alligator park that night too oh that's true not by the cops by angie ballard from full throttle angie ballard yeah. from angie land uh-huh um but yeah i mean it, it was an interesting experience but it it certainly at that level there's nothing glamorous about it. But then again, you know what you know about people making big time movies. As far as being on the set and filming and stuff, there's nothing glamorous about that either. Like you know, what does DiCaprio do if he's filming something in the desert? Hang out in a trailer till they need him, and then go film something for a few minutes, and go mm. back to his trailer and just be bored in a trailer all day? Yeah. Yes, that's what he does. Yeah, that's the commitment. Of course, he's making twenty million dollars for Bukus. doing it, and I was losing gas money for doing it. I was gonna ask. There was not a maybe a, a losing effort as far as financial. Well, the only time I made any money off Needle Mosquitoes when we bootlegged DVDs ourselves, like six years later. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, I pirated my own movie. <laughs> well, they, they, they were not. People wanted to see it. this. Was before it was yeah. offered on YouTube movies. And they and weren't doing like, anything with it oh. uh, at all, so people could see it. So yeah, we pirated uh, several dozen copies and, and sold off the majority of them. And, that's what happened. I still have one of the original cellophane. I still have one of the originals in the house. Yeah. I'm saving it for the museum. Well, I took the house, but I gave it to my wife. It belongs to her now. Oh, what a mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. Is that a Mother's Day gift? No. <laughs> Here, you have this movie nobody else wanted. <laughs> it's my only copy, though, besides YouTube. But I will say, though, if, if anybody catches wind of this, that, you know, has... Uh, I, I need it not to be your first movie. What? If if anybody's interested in having us to be in a movie, oh yeah yeah yeah, we prefer you've made some before. I'd rather do like a a, a game show or uh, even a you know a, a scripted reality show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that'd be less less time consuming. Also, like, also not two hours away. One that way. would be problematic. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, like. You know, if it's big time though, it could you know I could arrange that. Yeah, it depends on if the opportunity's worth it. It's definitely worth it. But never that kind of thing again. No, but it was it was a hell of an interesting experience. Got to meet some cool people, hang out with uh, with with Jerry. He played Willie in the movies. Passed away since then. He's dead. Yeah, he died a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. COVID. No, yeah. no. Remember the cute scene where you had to pick him up and carry him. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like it reminded me of Footprints in the Sand, the great uh, the great poem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was a great dude. Um, he was, he was, he was a rapper and he was an actor. He was a funny dude with a big personality. And his own production company called Shot at Three because the reason he was in the, the wheelchair legitimately was because he, he got shot as a child. A- accidentally, was my understanding. It was unintentionally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he just got kind of hit by a stray bullet and it kind of injured his spine. And he couldn't walk. My God. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the deep secret of that. No, not no secret, but the deeper tale. Smoked a lot of butt. You are or he did? We did. Oh, together? Together, yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the one, the one thing, too, if you guys go watch it, again, it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's Nido on YouTube. Mosquito. Absolutely free of charge. Watch the scenes where Nine and Willie are playing video games. Mm-hmm. Nine looks like he's really playing video games with his fingers. It's like a Sega Genesis kind yeah, of Yeah, it was controller. a Genesis controller. You're right. Willie's over there. like He's like... You know how like a baby deer walks? Oh. That's the way he, and it's nothing to do with his, his no, no, disability, no. but just, you know, yeah. he was acting, playing, yeah. and it was, you know, yours, you could tell you had a lot of experience with video I games. had a lot of experience <laughs> with that Sega Genesis controller. A whole lot of Mortal Kombat. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Uh, but it's also <laughs> fun to watch because you can watch the sweat stains move around on my shirt from scene <laughs> to scene. And the scenes where we're sitting on the couch playing video games, too, there's a couple of them where, again, 
It's 90 plus degrees. And I'm talking about in the house where we were filming. What no air on or anything. It's 90 plus degrees in there too under the lights. So a couple of those scenes you can see just, again, only because it's sweaty. Just a big, big summertime wad of balls in my shorts. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it is when it's that hot. They expand so much. Summertime wad. Yeah. <laughs> big pile of nuts in my shorts. I know that... When, when I came up for my scene, they didn't tell me any kind of wardrobe, none of that. Yeah. And I, I, I wore some T-shirt, some black T-shirt, and they're like, oh, you know, the company that didn't have any of the clearance for any of the IPs they were representing in the movie uh, made me wear my shirt inside out. So you could see the collar in the back. Yeah, and you could the see, tag. I don't know what T-shirt it was, but you could see, yeah, the, the tag uh, in the back of the shirt, and yeah. you could tell it was inside out. I had a few boldly colored plain T-shirts from uh, the Rock Hill Walmart, my wardrobe, oh, and yeah. I had to keep them at the end, too. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. We had to keep about $12 worth of T-shirts at the end of that. Wow. Probably $9 worth back then prices. Oh, times have, have gotten tough. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, never again. I'm done. Go ahead and give me my star on the Dollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> oh man, one day, one, one day, day we'll get one. One day, yeah. Jimmy, I, I, I'm about ready to take it to the house. Yeah, me too, man. And the Dollywood Walk of Fame, is something I want to talk about in the future too. I'm gonna make a note of that. I want to figure out who would be on the Dollywood Walk of Fame. Well, I mean, I got your charter members yeah. right here at the top of my head. At least three of them. Because it would be all like Southern country redneck royalty. Yeah, I mean, it would be. It would be people who owned record stores and garages. Yeah, come to mind. Ernest Tubb and Cooter. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You got to you got to give it up to them. And it would be the Dollywood Walk of Fame too, not Walk of. Walker. Walker. Walk of Fame. Walk of Fame. Walk of Fame. Jeez. I'm Matt Man. I'm nine. And this has been After Hours with the Rise Guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.